Hello, tech friends, and thank you for tuning in to Emerging Technologies in Business, where we take a deep dive into different technologies that are impacting businesses today and in the very near future. I'm your host, Brock Reiney, and this podcast is brought to you by Kincannon XR. Let's talk tech. Hello, tech friends. Welcome back for another episode. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Daniel Andreve. He's CPO and co-founder of SciTech VR, whose mission is to ensure mental health through the introduction of innovative VR technologies and the process of treating fears and phobias. So, Daniel, thank you so much for being here today. How's everything growing in your world, good sir? Uh, hi, and thank you for inviting me for this great podcast. And uh, so I'm doing great today. I was visiting two medical centers. I'm currently staying in Yerevan in Armenia and uh, doing great. The weather is great. All the people are great. And so I love Armenia, <laughs> to be honest. Fantastic, fantastic. So, Daniel, um, do me a favor. Give the audience a quick little overview of how SciTech is leveraging VR to help people overcome their phobias today. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, uh, sure. Uh, Let's start from the beginning. So, uh, there is a statistic from World Health Organization that half a billion of people have at least one phobia. And those phobias can uh, can be like phobia of pyrophobia, of uh, flying, or acrophobia, of heights. And there are phobias that doesn't allow people to live life to its full potential. Like, uh, you can go skiing, you can go surfing, dating, or even having a dog. And there is a method, it's called mental imagery, and it's used by almost 99% of all the psychologists. It's CBT approach. And um, it was created in the end of the 19th century. And it can be explained in the following. So you, as the psychologist, can ask me to close my eyes and visualize the object of fear, the real-life situation. Yeah, And uh, let's be honest. Uh, there are some problems when people will have problems with imagination. So, for example, it will be really difficult to imagine, like, if the skyscraper is falling or if the blood is all around us in the flat, for example. Moreover, um, uh, some people can feel such immersion while just sitting in the cabinet with the closed eyes and trying to imagine something difficult. The third point is that this uh, that the doctor, the psychologist, won't have a control of your imagination. And one more thing, that lots of people are ashamed to speak about their fears. And here why we decided to create SciTech VR. So, uh, long story short, SciTech is a virtual environment to help people overcome fears and focus. And it can be done individually, like a self-guiding training, and also with a doctor using our VR telemedicine system. And uh, this VR as a service system can be explained in three parts. So the first part is our LMS system. You're just coming there, you register for the courses. It's like a digital assets. You learn how to overcome fear. You learn how to speak with us on the same language and you just learn there. So then comes the most immersive part, the uh, SciTech VR app. It's the application with fears, phobias, mindfulness meditations, art therapy, and all the stuff that immerses you right to the training. After each training, you're asked about the fear assessment, like, what's your fear? What's your current fear? And when you put it, 
Uh, this uh, data is synced with our statistics platform, with the dashboard, and you can always take have a look at your statistics of training, see the improvements. Yep, and these are the three main parts. Okay, fantastic. So, I mean, I'll say this. So, I'm not really scared of heights, really, in any sense. Um, I've gone skydiving. I've been bungee jumping. But I'll also tell you this. So if I'm on one of those glass bridges that you walk across, you better believe I'm holding on to the side, right? So I guess my question really is, like, is there is there a difference between a healthy fear of something and a phobia? Uh, sure. Uh, fear and phobia, two different words, but similar meaning. Similar meanings. Yep. Uh, let's uh, speak about the fear. So fear is. Uh, I'm not ex an expert in this field, but uh, as a CPO, I will help you. So the fear is like a basic emotion, while a phobia. It's like a type of neurosis. And uh, let's have a look at, for example, two people. Uh, the first. A uh, guy like he is having a fear of, uh, for example, height, and every time that he's flying a plane, he's just trying to sit right to the center of the plane. Uh, and for example, if uh, if uh, he needs to go to the skyscraper, uh, he's not going there. And uh, we can uh, we can give an explanation like it's uh, it's uh, this fear is associated with the risk to life. Yep, and. Um, in case uh, if this anxiety disappears, uh, the fear will stop. While the phobia, a phobia is a real difficult thing. It's um, it's like more of the um, so if if a person feels uh, this phobia, anxiety, anxiety, um, so he will. He will live with this thing, and for example, if he need to go to the skyscraper, he will go only to the second floor. And uh, any thought about this source of phobia will uh, feel him stress uh, without experiencing this, uh, uh, without experiencing this anxiety. So there is a small difference between this part, this uh, two terms, but uh, fear. It's like a basic emotion, yep, and phobia is uh, like a type of neurosis. Perfect. That makes sense. And I know mm -hmm. you're not an expert in the field, but I think you <laughs> really explained that really well. <laughs> I think you explained it really well, honestly. So I know uh, I was doing a little bit of research about you know, your company and your website, and I noticed that yourself, just like me, um, I am not a fan of spiders. Mine personally came from a childhood experience. I was watching the movie Arachnophobia with my dad when I was sick one day at school and decided to go out back and go play, play, right? And I open the door and there's this huge brown spider just sitting on the back of it. And ever since then, I've had a huge phobia of them since then. But I guess my, my question to you is, what type of techniques are you utilizing to help people overcome those phobias? And then really secondary question is, how is hand tracking and VR being utilized to do that as well? Okay, uh, so let's come from the um, uh, theory, yeah? So, uh, for example, if you want to, um, to, if you want to survive uh, when you fear your, when you face your fear or phobia, there are some, um, there are some methods. So first of all, you need to breathe. It's like a breathing relaxation. You take like one, two, three, 
You need to breathe. It's it's simple. Yep. So another thing that you can use your muscle relaxation. Uh, you can push your muscles, uh, then uh, then make it relax, and it also works. So another thing is like the um, uh, mental imagery, but it's not like in the moment when you're facing your fear. Just when you're uh, sitting, relaxing, you. In your flat, for example, you can use your mental imagery to try to uh, get off the fear. But um, and another another thing is VR. But let me help you. Let me uh, let me tell you uh, a story of my fear, of my arachnophobia, fear of spiders. And also, when I was young and uh, still young, <laughs> uh, when I was traveling with my parents to Spain to Tenerife. Uh, I've also saw a spider and this fear through the 20 years uh, was still with me uh, until like like maybe May or June this year. Uh, so uh, every year we were helping our granny with the garden, with the backyard, so on. And uh, I saw, I always saw like crawling spiders everywhere, like in the house, uh, in the garden, etc. And uh, when we started doing SciTech VR one and a half year ago, uh, one of the scenarios of the phobias were like arachnophobia. And as a product director, I was working with our psychologist team, developers team, designers team, and I was testing our app, looking at them. I was really scared. Uh, and uh, that was that was horrible. Really, but every time, every time I was uh, like facing those spiders again and again, again and again, and again and again, I feel like more comfortable, more comfortable. And then I saw that all the symptoms of fear, like the shivers, like the uh, uh, every uh, like uh, heart rate, yep, uh, they started disappearing. And then happened one funny story. So. Uh, like in June, uh, I was helping my uh, granny again in the garden. I was driving a car uh, to her uh, countryside. And uh, when I was going away, I saw that a small spider climbed uh, right to the uh, uh, right to the car. And I was uh, I was driving a car and stopped at the traffic lights. And I saw that a small spider is coming from the roof right on me. And uh, <laughs> that was that was horrible. But I remember some cases that I faced those spiders. Also, I start I started breathing, and yep, that helped me. That really helped me. And I've taken him right to the hand and throw away from the window. Um, like in the, uh, every everyone was looking. Everyone was watching me. Was looking at me like. <laughs> what's happening in this car, but really that was the real life therapy situation of the VR and of the digital uh, methods. And I really feel comfortable afterwards. I think that's great though, because it is mm -hmm. a progression. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. Mm -hmm. And I did go to your website and I've seen that your mm -hmm. beta test application is actually up and running now for the Oculus mm -hmm. 2. Mm -hmm. And I did go through a few of the scenarios that are utilized to overcome the fears of, you know, flying the dark spiders like we were talking about or heights. Mm -hmm. and, but one of my questions to you is, are they all self-paced courses or is their ability to actually connect with a doctor themselves for a more guided session? Yeah, uh, great question. And um, sure. 
Uh, so uh, the first thing is you can go self-guiding. Like I said, I have already mentioned, you can learn, you can work in VR and then see your results. But sometimes people understand that they need a support from a, a professional therapist, psychologist or whatever. And uh, that's why we created VR telemedicine. And it also um, it also one of the solution to the problem that the psychologist uh, can't uh, see what's happening in front of, uh, in front, uh, not in front of, but in the imagination of the person. And we create the VR telemedicine to help the psychologist see what's happening uh, in front of the eyes of his patient. Moreover, now we are working with the bias sensors. It will come in the future update, like in, we believe in October. And uh, these bias sensors will online uh, stream the health indicators of the patient, like the pulse, HRV, uh, uh, it's like uh, oxygen in the blood, and uh, the uh, profession, uh, the specialist uh, will have an ability to see this real-life statistics and also to see what's happening in the interface of his patient, and he will have an ability to understand whether it's true that this person has a fear or not, so it's like a statistics-driven method based on the on the biofeedback. That's pretty brilliant. So it mm -hmm. gives the end person that's helping the, the patient be able to see if this is truly the issue or not based yeah. on heart rate or anything else that's going on. I think that's great. And I think yeah. one of the biggest things that really caught my eye when I was looking at your mm -hmm. uh, website was how mm -hmm. affordable the options are. So Forty nine ninety five a month, and that's if they go by the month to month, not including what the yearly cost is there. If you decide mm -hmm. to go that way, which is obviously typically cheaper, but mm -hmm. forty nine ninety five a month in a lot of people's cases, that's mm -hmm. going to be the same or a little bit less than what they're paying them for just a single hour of therapy for a month, and then they can do it inside the comfort of their own home, which not everybody wants to go to a therapist. But and you touched on this slightly earlier, but how many total people do you think? have a phobia severe enough to take advantage of a system like this okay so uh if we are getting to the statistics so for example the acrophobia uh, patients like the people that have fear of high than 10 percent of the world population if we take the claustrophobes the people with spiders like like us uh, but in the in the past <laughs> life uh like it's 12 percent yeah but there are fears, fears and phobias that really progressed after the COVID. So if we take the glossophobia, the phobia of public speaking, the, uh, the up-to-date statistics is that 75% of the world has wow. glossophobia after COVID. Like three or four people <laughs> has fear of it. And it's real true. Well, we just, while we were sitting uh, in our houses, like at home, uh, while the social distancing, we were just like one on one with our computer, just coding, putting some work in the world, right. etc. Uh, we have, we were in lack of the real life speaking and communication. That's mm -hmm. true that after the COVID, the glossophobia took this big part of the fears of the world. And um, the social phobia and those phobias are really, um, they're really, um, it's, it's, uh, it's 
a big topic in the society. And uh, with our update from the last week, we've put the glossophobia, and it's really great in VR. So we create some scenarios for people to overcome it. So, for example, the first scenario is when you're just sitting with your friends and chatting in a small izakaya bar, and uh, you're you're getting like with the questions, and you need to answer them in 30 seconds, in one minute or three minutes, and our system is. Uh, it's hearing you and our AI system tracks your score, like how loud you are, uh, how much you're speaking, etc. And uh, when the timer is over and the question was answer is answered, like our audience is giving you uh, the assessment, like, wow, great, who, <laughs> something like this. And yeah, really. And um, uh, I think that I haven't mentioned that uh, every phobia we're making like with the special method that's called the ladder of fear and we are bringing a phobic person from the easiest level to the most i i can't say that it's like most dangerous but most maybe challenging the second yeah, level yeah at that yeah. point yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. like the second level will be like when you are speaking to your colleagues in the office and the last is when speaking to 50 plus people and they are reacting uh if uh, so if they are bored they're taking the mobile phones and trying to do something with them interrupting you so we are bringing every phobia with those uh, levels uh from the easiest to the most challenging that's brilliant too because it's not making someone jump in the deep end of the pool it's allowing them to dip the toe in first and slowly get you out of the water <laughs> Yeah. I mean, the other cool thing that I saw from your website is that if someone ends up signing up and they put their deposit down, that mm -hmm. you guys will actually provide an Oculus VR sure. headset. Um, so that as soon as the patient puts down their 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 deposit, mm -hmm. and for me, simple math says that's a really really good deal. If someone yeah. signs up for one year at your mm -hmm. rate of four ninety five. Um, you get a free Quest 2 along with the deposit. And to me, that's got to equate to less than what the stereotypical person might spend in half a year yep. uh, just on the monthly reoccurring psych uh, psychiatrist visits. Wouldn't you agree? Mm -hmm. Uh, absolutely. And um, to be true, we found, we've been speaking with people uh, and we found that there is a motivation for self-guided training. So first of all, if you need to go to the doctor, you need to pass through the uh, PCR test to wait for the time for the result. You need to wait uh, an extra time for a certain specialist, like you need, uh, if you need to go to uh, one of the famous one or the expert, you need the time to wait and his calendar and you also need to spend extra money for extra like extra um uh, sessions yeah sorry extra session and it's the one part of this thing and another part that we found that in our society uh, in this uh, like decade or something like this uh, there is a consumer's behavior uh, and uh, people use at home lots of mediative uh, apps like you can uh, uh, you can work as uh, you can use the mindfulness at home with only the app on your phone really and uh, I, so today I've mentioned that I was visiting a medical center in Yerevan and one old professor his he took his phone and showed me the app for the mindfulness meditation where he uh, pushed the button and there was written like breathe breathe out breathe in breathe out this man is 
70, uh, 70 years old. He's a professor and he's using those digital CBT instruments. And we found that there is a real motivation in the society that people is ready to work with the VR or with the digital instruments to work with their mental health. And uh, really, we uh, decided to make a special offer with the returnable deposit. You can come and take the subscription, uh, use the VR headset for the SciTech, for example, or for any game or for anything. And uh, so when you decided that uh, it's time to cancel the subscription, uh, we're giving you this returnable deposit and you're giving us the headset. And uh, I think that it's a real deal. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> I mean, when you the math of it just makes perfect sense. And even <laughs> when you're done, if you feel like you've conquered your phobia, send <laughs> the headset back. But in the meanwhile, you're not having to go put that individual expenditure in front of yourself. <laughs> and another thing that I'm a really big fan of, just by <laughs> looking at your website and really getting to understand what SciTech does, <laughs> is that just take an example like claustrophobia. So yep. being able to put the end patient into a specific experience that's just mm -hmm. not easily replicated in real life, well, mm -hmm. we all know that when we, we don't know when we're going to find ourselves in those specific situations. So you don't know when that's going to trigger for you. So is one of the training classes that SciTech is using for claustrophobia something mm -hmm. such as being like trapped in an elevator or mm -hmm. locked in a staircase? Is that kind of one of the general ideas of the, I know it's 200 plus different ones that you have, but is that a generalized mm -hmm. idea or good way of saying what that would be? Uh yeah, sure. Uh, all these scenarios were prepared with our team of psychologists. They were like using the scripts that they were using for years for people that uh, that are coming for the therapy sessions. And we trying to bring those scenarios, those scenarios right to the viewer. And I must say that those people that tested our app they notice that we have such great realistic graphics. Like uh, we have competitors for real. Yeah, there are some companies that are our competitors, but every time I look for their graphics, I see that it looks like a cartoons, uh, like right. a 3D graphics from the Game Boy uh, games or maybe PSP or something like this. Uh, you need to give people the real graphics, the real um, 3D. And uh, that's why we're using such great 3D assets. And speaking about the claustrophobia, I can name some uh, great scenarios from our app. So, uh, uh, like the first, you have already mentioned the elevator. And when you're stuck, when the doors are open, and when you can see the brick wall, uh, the alarms are happening, this noise, like claustrophobes go crazy with this. And, there, and uh, so it's really um, needed uh, for every, our user to read our learning management system where uh, there are techniques, how to work on your fear. So uh, the next level, for example, can be the MRI scan or when you're just coming oh, for yeah. the procedure and uh, you see this MRI, you're just uh, stepping the blue circle and then like a new, uh, a new, a new video is happening when you're just come into this MRI and this uh, crazy noise like it's happening. You know that's going to trigger somebody for sure. Yeah. And you're trying to look around and you see this enclosed space and it really immerses. It, uh, we, uh, when we were just uh, thinking about this mental imagery, we can't imagine how people can work with their mind just to imagine when you're just going to the MRI 
that's that's boring. With VR, you can see the great immersion. That's pretty cool. One last question for you, Daniel, I promise. Yeah. So you, you did touch on it slightly, but can you walk me through how patients would be able to track their progress to see where they started from to where maybe a midpoint would be after yeah. a couple of sessions to where the end point would uh -huh. be? Okay, sure. So every time when you're exiting the fear or the phobia level, you're asked to, ass uh, to put the fear assessment and you put it and we sync this uh, like this assessment with our dashboard and you don't need to write on the paper down so like I was training on Monday the glossophobia the seven something like this everything is uh, synced with the platform that's also, great yeah in the future we plan to make a system that will help us to track those assessments right before in right before then like in the in the uh, in the level in the in the uh, in the middle for example and right up to, from the end and one more thing if we speak about the specialists we're really uh, we are really working hard to make a biosensor system right now as we plan to launch it on something like october uh, where the specialists will have an ability to track online uh, the health indicators like pulse hrv and the stress level maybe the uh, oxygen real um health indicators that will not hide the real fear of the patient right and those are two big differentiators right because someone may get worked up but it may not be related to that phobia it could be to something mm -hmm. else so i think that's great and i love that mm -hmm. there there is a tracking process so mm -hmm. Daniel, I got to tell you, like I, I've really enjoyed learning about SciTech. So, is there um, a is there a way for some of our audience members to reach out to you to learn more about SciTech? Anywhere that we should have them go look? Uh, sure, uh, you can visit our website SciTechVR, and uh, you can uh, you can like join our beta test. It's almost free. We give uh, like two months of free trial for every user. If you're a doctor, like psychologist, CBT specialist or whatever, if you're a medical organization, or you, we can give you the two months of free, two up to three months of free trial where you are going to test, help us understand where there are like holes in our like errors, bugs. Yeah, it's testing period. And we also currently working on the, on the strategy with the HR departments of big companies. Uh, and uh, we've got um, two companies, one from the Canada and one from the US that we are working currently. They're really interested in uh, in glossophobia because lots of employees are coming from the from the uh, from the home. And um, really, it's it's an interesting part. And um, uh, there are two more, maybe two more topics that we haven't covered with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If I can, uh, if I can tell our audience about it. So, um, for example, uh, how to immerse yourself in phobias, in our phobias more, uh, we use the hand tracking system. Uh, so you can put your controllers away and take, for example, the spider on the, or the dog in the kinophobia in the future or the insects in the real near future. So you can hold those spiders or take those, for example, cockroach so, or whatever. And it really immerses when you just see those tiny creature in front of you, you can spin it around or whatever. And uh, it really immerses. Yeah, it really kind of and, takes away that phobia just by having them in your hands, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, for example, we are working currently with the 
uh, with the um, okay with the phobia of germs or of the um, uh, of the germs of the uh, okay and uh, one level is when a stranger is coming in on the street for you and he's trying to give you a hand that is dirty and with the hand tracking you need to try to not give him <laughs> this hand it it has like some gamification but it's the real life situation where you can face on the street or in real life really and one more topic that i really want to uh, to cover is the mindfulness meditations uh so we also have them on our list of content and for example if you're working with fears and phobias you're stuck you're just you're um you're you're on the battle with the fear and you need to relax and we create the mindfulness meditations in vr where we play uh, where we put some great graphics of for example of the sky or when you're just sitting uh in front of the sea and we put there some uh some relaxed music and the voice of uh, the author and these meditations can be done before the sleep or for example uh while being in the office and they really help to relax my friend and i use those mindfulness meditation and we slept we slept for 10 minutes in the headset and when someone pushed us like wake up uh we feel like absolutely relaxed and new toners in our in in our body and uh, it was great it was great and relaxation practices yeah That's all about it That's amazing mm -hmm. well, yeah. daniel i gotta tell you thank you for coming on the show and for sure. telling us more about SciTech. um sure. For everyone at home, I hope you enjoyed it. If you didn't, I'd be surprised because it's really, really cool tech and a different yeah. way to approach mm -hmm. an older problem that we've all been facing. Mm -hmm. uh, tell everybody that's going to be it for uh, our episode today. Again, Daniel, thank you for being here. Well, I do want to thank our work. sponsor, Kincannon XR, for sponsoring our podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, you can find them on social media at Kincannon XR, or you can find our podcasts on socials as well at etibpodcast.com. Okay. Uh, hope everyone's having a great day. I've been your host, Brock Riney, and we're going to talk some more Emerging Tech next time. Daniel, thanks for being here. I can't wait you to hear more. Great from you. job. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, thank you, bro. Have a great day.